Hey, and welcome back to the Smooth Operator Podcast. My name is Allison Caffrey, and today I'm going to do a special episode for all of the folks who are doing yearly planning. We're going to talk about routines and decision fatigue. I can't wait. See you inside. All right, this is a topic that I've actually been sitting on for a little while. Um, I think about it often, and uh, it's something that I'm usually uh, just constantly improving, and that is my routine. Um, So about six or eight months ago, I was basically like, let's just download all the different types of routines that I could possibly even be on. I started, you know, waking up super early and starting my, you know, work then. I was staying up super late and, you know, getting my best work done then. And so I've kind of been all over the map personally with how I have kind of approached my routine. And to be super frank, it's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to start the podcast is because when I was on this journey, all I could think about was, I wonder what other people are doing or other business owners are doing in their day-to-day that really is making all the difference for them. Uh, So one of the biggest things I found that moved the needle for me uh, was journaling. Uh, I I didn't previously journal uh, prior to the journey that I took about six or eight months ago. And I've been using a tool called the five minute journal. It's amazing. You should totally use it, especially if journaling doesn't come super naturally to you. Um, It takes again, about five minutes um, and it's really gratitude based. So not only are you kind of reflecting on the day um, and setting really positive intentions uh, for the day ahead, but you're also rooting it um, in something that is, you know, gratitude, something that's really positive. Um, so that's something that's really important for business owners as well from like a mindset perspective is just to go into a routine in your day um, that you feel really, really good about. And journaling super helped me personally uh, be able to do that. Another big thing for me is uh, sweating. <laughs> I love to run and I love to just be active. And I think I found that if I do that kind of first thing in the morning, it's it just helps jumpstart me. Um, there's a ton of studies on super high-performing CEOs uh, and what their routines are. And I wanted to just kind of dialogue a little bit about that um, with routine and decision fatigue. So there are so many studies done about decision fatigue and it's, it's actually a thing, right? Like people think, Oh, you can make, there's people that can make no decisions or are super apathetic. And then there's other people who just have like this infinite well of decision-making skills. I feel like that's somewhat true. Um, but decision fatigue is actually a real thing. Uh, and it actually depletes your ego. So for all of us who are putting out content on a regular basis, who are, you know, growing businesses, leading teams, you know, making really, really important decisions, we need to make sure that our ego or our confidence is actually placed in the decisions that are worth, you know, that sort of effort and that sort of energy. So cue in routine. That's one of the reasons why, um, you know, I believe and so many others that I've read about believe that the routine of, you know, really, really high performing individuals um, is actually one of the most telling uh, to see basically, you know, like how they are actually effective all day long. And one of the things I thought about um in terms of the routine increasing your ego is that it, routines help you put in the reps, right? So if you are thinking like, okay, I'd like to become a professional basketball player. Well, the first thing you do is you go to practice every day after school for six months or however that needs to look, right? 
eventually the first day that you come up to practice, right, you're going to be a little bit unsure. You're going to probably, you know, lose the ball a couple of times. Maybe you even trip over your untied shoe because you're not super used to the routine of making sure that it's tied up correctly or in a way that's going to withstand the entire practice. But by the end of that, say six month period, if you've gone to practice every single day and you've improved your skills, right, your confidence level is going to drastically increase. And I would argue like those things, learning how to tie your shoe, those humps that you need to get over decision-making wise in the beginning, then become part of the routine. So they're not actually decisions anymore. So if we look at decision-making, you know, fatigue, we can actually decide that say we have 10 decision making abilities throughout the day and we can call them chips, right? We have 10 decision chips and we give them to certain things during the day. As we kind of uh, lay that foundation of a routine, the chips don't actually go to the easy things. They We can save them for the harder things. And so that's something that I feel is, is super, super important. So putting in the reps, it'll increase your ego instead of depleting it, leaving your bank, if you will, of decision-making chips um, super, super full. Um, it'll also increase your confidence level um, in the next thing that you're about to do. So kind of ticking those boxes. I was watching a graduation speech that my uncle had sent me. And it was uh, talking about how if, you know, the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is make your bed, then if everything completely goes to shit for the rest of the day, then at least you come back to a made bed, right? And that's more than a lot of the rest of the world population can actually say. So that's something that... Um, you know, it is super important. So just doing those little things uh, so that your increased confidence, those ticking those boxes, your, your confidence is built when you come to these monumental decisions that you need to make in your day. Um, I always love thinking about my routine because uh, I was super forced. I don't have any kids. So my first kind of go at a real routine um, was when I got or when we got our dog, Lucy. And so she was, um, I don't want to say a nightmare, but nightmare-ish when we first got her. Uh, she was a puppy. She had a ton of energy. My husband and I were both working full time out of the home. And so she was alone for a solid amount of time. But we really, really wanted a dog. We believed in ourselves. We took her to like something crazy, like 12 weeks of training every Saturday for a little while there. And it was, it was a lot. It was very routine. And the great thing about uh, dogs that I found out, you know, after reading several books about how to raise a German Shepherd is that they as pack animals, right, are always looking and nervous about the next thing because they're bred and naturally inclined to think like, okay, where's my next meal coming from? And where's the next warm place I'm going to sleep? And when you implement a routine into a dog's life, it actually releases and releases and relieves their anxiety about the natural kind of state of things in their life. So they don't get worried about their next meal. They don't get worried about when they're going to be able to use the restroom or go outside or whatever. Um, they actually feel way more at ease. And so I feel that the same is with me, with, the, with my routine. I feel way more at ease when I get to go for a run in the morning or when I get to you know journal. And that's kind of a non-negotiable for me these days. But for the most part, if I get to do everything in my routine, I feel 
way less anxious, way more calm, ex extremely level-headed when I go to approach things. And even if something goes a little awry, I've found that having that routine to back me up is really, really, really pivotal in how I approach things. Um, and so now I want to talk about level-headedness. Um, I feel like, and I'm just going to kind of keep on going here on routines because again, I've kind of been sitting on a lot of these ideas for a little while and they're not new ideas. They're just kind of my interpretation of these ideas, but, um, nonetheless, uh, routines in general. So we, my husband and I, we used to, I don't want to say we've ever been like super unhealthy and we've always kind of erred on the side of healthiness, but, uh, we've, uh, also experienced, and we talk about this often is that like when we're super busy or when we're traveling or we're kind of thrown off of our routine, those are the times where we actually, are more unhealthy. We eat more unhealthily, you know, we don't work out and that sort of thing. So I have kind of read up on this just a tad bit. Uh, and in that book, Motivation Myth that I mentioned a couple episodes back, um, Jeff Hayden talks a lot about this and it's about uh, self-control is, is way easier when you have a routine um, because again, of decision-making fatigue. If you're putting these decisions in front of yourself time and time and time again, should I eat bread? Eh, probably not. Should I eat cheese? Eh, probably not. And you keep on going, keep on going. By the time you're throwing those decision fatigue chips at you know food choices or working out choices or those types of things, what happens is, is once your bank is empty, you're way more likely to cheat on your diet or way more likely to skip a workout or way more likely to have a third glass of whiskey or whatever it is that is kind of like your vice that you're, you know, trying to kind of eliminate from your life. So self-control is a huge thing. Uh, there are just more opportunities when you don't have a routine to say yes to something that you should say yes to, or frankly say no to something that you should say yes to. Um, so that's something that I've always kind of thought. So when I'm prepping meals for our family, um, you know, healthy meals on the weekends, that's kind of part of, of my personal routine. Um, just making sure that I set aside some time and, uh, you know, go for a run or something like that. And honestly, even something as easy as when I wake up in the morning, um, I put on my running clothes because that's like one step into a sequence of steps that I'd like to take that lead me to a run or lead me to sweating and clearing my mind and coming back from my run with some amazing business ideas and, and being amazingly, you know, prepared and just excited about the rest of the day. Um, so the last thing I want to mention is about um, increasing your output. Um, so routines also increase your output. And this is uh, one of the most excitable things I feel like I can uh, relate to when it comes to routines is because with operations specifically, and this is one of the things that I get most excited about is, um, you know, if you're doing your routine over and over and over again, it becomes like the back of your hand. And the best part about that is, is that you can actually increase the things that you pay attention to and introduce into your routine in terms of like their level of difficulty. So for example, when you're little, right, your mom has to constantly remember or even like put up a star chart for you to remember to brush your teeth in the morning. And so now as adult human beings, we're sitting here like, okay, I've probably never in the last 10 months, however long, right? We'll give you guys some benefit of the doubt, but you've probably in as far as you can remember, not forgotten to brush your teeth, right? So 
that type of principle can also be applied to any sort of routine, whether you're trying to, you know, achieve a super high goal in like a physical feat or in a business feat or in a personal feat. What happens is, is when you introduce really, really uh, rudimentary things in the beginning and they become like second nature, it doesn't become a decision. It becomes part of the routine. And now we can introduce something a little bit more high level, uh, for example, like journaling into your daily routine or like working out into your daily routine or, you know, something else that can compound and become like second nature, like brushing your teeth. And then suddenly your routine is actually two, three, four, five, ten 10 Xing your productivity and your output during the day. And the same is true with our processes, right? Like if we get super, super clear on how we get results for people and we put those pieces in place in our fulfillment processes, We've found that the clients that we work with after that are able to, you know, 10x their businesses because they can now say, okay, this box is checked. This is our routine. We do this every single day, regardless of anything. And now we have this extra time during the day, this extra brain power or these extra decision making chips in our bank to be able to form new relationships with partners or, you know, speak on stage or, you know, kind of develop new products and services and, you know, the like. So I hope this was helpful to you. It's a little bit longer than most of the podcasts that I've been having. Um, I'm hopeful that that will be a trend, but this is something, uh, routine specifically and decision fatigue, um, super, super, super close to my heart. I think about it a lot. I constantly am improving my routine and I challenge, uh, y'all to also do that, to also always be thinking, what can I be doing better or what can I get better at? How can I sharpen my ax and improve my skills and be more useful to both myself and my surroundings? I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast and I will see you next time.